This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, so uh, the Twins are no longer undefeated, but the uh, the yes. new pitch clock is one hour <laughs> and 57 minutes, Pat. Yes, it what? was unbelievable. I, uh, it's, it's astounding, to say the least. I was just talking to somebody this morning who has observed the Champions Club through its years, where they like to sit down there and graze for about four innings and then go out and watch. You know, they they, they want to, they like to put in a, at least an hour, maybe more, uh, into the game before they go out and sit down. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna instead of appearing in the fourth, they're gonna be appearing in the seventh this year. You know, it's. Uh, it's amazing how uh, it's working, but uh, you get a pitcher who goes nine innings who throws what he threw uh, even a hundred pitches, right? I think Al Contra Al Contera threw a hundred innings. Well, it seems a little risky this early <laughs> in the season. Know. I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't know. We couldn't put Buck back out there yesterday because uh, we, we we I was trying to decipher Rocco's quote today about uh, uh, we we. We, we, we're going to have to monitor him and then maybe get into these stretches where we play him every other game. Uh, okay. I, I didn't quite figure out what he was trying to tell us, but he, he was telling us Buck was perfectly healthy. Why didn't he just say, hey, he's, a, he's in a good stretch. We got the best right-handed pitcher in the in the National League pitching, and he might strike out three times, so we're just going to let somebody else try it, okay? <laughs> you know, why didn't he just tell us he didn't think he could hit the guy, okay? So uh, that would that would be my uh, my guess. But uh, anyway, one fifty seven, wow! But uh, no runs. They, you know, the pitching is as so far the pitching is as good as advertised. That's for sure. It's yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's been a week, uh, less than a week of games, but their their vision, which. They should have been implementing this vision years ago. Let's get five competent starting pitchers out yes. there and see if we mm-hmm. can be competitive. And now, and then, Maeda, Maeda said he was fine. He's just a little fatigued, but he did have to be uh, consulted yeah. with a trainer after he was yeah. done with his start. So mm-hmm. they are. You know what is amazing? Though around the league, there's been a lot of high scoring games. The runs are up. There's been a lot of ten nine um, games. Somebody said the other day there was a game that was. Uh, some team scored 11, 11 runs in an inning. Who was that? Somebody scored 11 runs in an inning. Yeah, and it was, and it was 232. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. The game took like 232. That inning would have taken 232 previously. So, right? well, we, were, we were talking about this before we uh, hit record here, but at what point 
does this cost teams revenue? Yes. Because yeah. you have a half hour of beer sales and can say, you know, $15 sandwich sales, yes. $12 hot dog sales go down the drain. Yes. And, you know, uh, Yankee Stadium, for instance, everybody's the traffic, the bridge, the Triborough Bridge is full of traffic. People are routinely 45 minutes late trying to find some place to park and stuff. It's going to be, the, you know, you used to get in in the top of the second. Now you're getting in in the top of the fourth. You know, it's going to be, uh, you know, the, those guys, those New Yorkers want to get in there, get rowdy, you know, uh, you know have, have their beers and scream and holler. And, you know, they're not going to have time to get drunk. <laughs> they're going to be, they're going to be out of the door, which is, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, Judd, though. You said before we came on, they got to sell them for nine innings. Now. Yeah. Nine, nine innings yeah. of beer sales. Yeah. yeah. What's the, what's the reason it? why they, they cut you off on the seventh? Cause they don't want people too drunk when they're leaving. Yeah. I guess. Well, yeah. if, you, if you've had 16 beers before the seventh inning, well, a couple innings of cooling down is going right. to help you. Yes. Oh, cool down. Well, the other thing is, I suppose that, uh, you know, people will want to sit around after the game and uh, finish your beer. So what? You don't have to empty the stadium out and, 20, you know, tell them. You, you have the people in the, in the various suites and stuff hanging around a half hour anyway. If somebody wants to hang out in the, in the stands for, 20 minutes and finish your last beer. So what? You don't have to sweep everybody out. <laughs> That's our new campaign. Let them drink to the end. Damn yeah, the and, and then keep sell- post-game beer sales. Post-game. Yeah, who who cares? Cares? Until 2 a.m. Who cares? Who? Best yeah, power right. in the Twin Cities. That's true. That is true. But uh, it's, uh, it, it is, this thing is working so well. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's, we, did we know? I, I saw Bob Ryan texted something. I mean, tweeted something out about this. Did we have any idea how screwed up the game was? We thought it was screwed up, but do we have any idea? Just making them move could save this much time. Yeah, I didn't think down to one fifty-seven, even in a one-nothing <laughs> game. No, I did not think the game was that. But I mean, I'm I'm ecstatic now. I think that the the uh, business people that have to jump on this opportunity are the balls are the bars around the ballpark. Yeah. If I'm a, I, I'm like, hey, you know, you didn't yeah, get well, enough. right. You you're didn't right. get overserved. I can do that for you. Yeah, when they're wandering out of the stadium at nine fifteen, they're not going to go home. They're going to yeah. go get a drink. It'll Come get great. a drink. Two, three. It'll be Don't great. drive. It'll be great for downtown. So. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it is uh, amazing. I did see Manny Machado get called out yesterday, though, in the first inning, and Culpa was being a jackass. Uh, the umpire should have a little more discretion than when the beep goes off on him with the batter. And really, the one thing I change is I don't care if the batter is looking at the pitcher or not. That's his problem, right? Huh. You know, when he gets in the box, why should he have to? observe the pitcher within, you know, when there's eight seconds left. What if, what if he wants to keep scraping his feet and the guy throws the ball down the middle? Yeah, That's if he's problem. in the batter's box, yeah. it's fair game, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know why they're, I guess for safety reasons, they're doing that. But uh, it's but they call out, my, my, but Chato was calling for time as the buzzer went off and he didn't give it to him. And Rod Culp is a jackass anyway, one of the officials. <laughs> so one of the, um, the plate umpires. So he was... Uh, have you know that's that's another thing, by the way. I was just talking to somebody about that too. That 
they got there's so many new umpires now. It's uh, it's amazing. There's there's seven crew chiefs retired, and uh, they got ten I think ten or twelve new full time umpires. It's uh, the old guys. I I if the old guys had known how well the speed up rule is going to work, they wouldn't have quit. <laughs> Joe West <laughs> Joe West wants to come back. Yeah, right. He'd be now. running guys right and left. Nobody loves short games more than umpires, so they're oh. they got to be happy as umpires happy. and beat writers. I, I've you know b- baseball beat yeah. writers are hilarious, yeah. and I and I, I oh, used yeah. to be when Pat used to be a baseball beat writer. Yeah, right. Like, there's not a group of people that gets their dream job and hates it more than a baseball beat writer. Amen. Oh not my me, god, man. this game's taking too long. Oh yeah, that that has happened and. Extra I, innings, know, oh god! Middle you know, I go flight. back. I go back. We're, we're approaching the fiftieth anniversary of me being a beat for beat writer for the first time, but I loved it. Yeah, but, me too. Uh, but that, but for newspapers, the biggest change might not even be time of game. It might be the deadlines that they're working with, that we're working with now are absurd. You know, it used to be. I think when I was at the St. Paul paper, the uh, the the outstate run, which wasn't huge, but that was like ten forty five and then then it was midnight or twelve fifteen for the city. So you go down there and you could rewrite and uh now it's you know, nine the other day I was at a game they wanted the column at nine fifteen and nine fifteen. A game that's gonna end at nine fifteen. Yeah. You know, so it's uh it it's it deadline. One reason they grouse a lot. But then there's also a lot of a lot of beat writers who just don't like baseball. <laughs> We're ended up covering baseball, you know, but they don't, you know, they, I think they took the beat because they could stay in hotels in other cities rather than. Uh, yeah, you get to stay, you get to stay in New York for a great, three day weekend. It's great yeah. shopping too, Pat. It's yeah. A, yeah. Fantastic <laughs> shopping. <laughs> Macy's. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Meet old college friends and stuff like that. So, it's great. Anyway. Um, so have the, have the twins done anything in the first handful of games to make you feel differently about your, uh, your preseason doom and gloom prediction? Uh, pitching might be, uh, I was not head over heels about the starting rotation. Even, I mean, I liked it, but it's all right handed. I like, it was obviously improved. I think the bullpen is, could be, uh, I, I thought the bullpen was going to be good. It might be better than good, and uh, but uh, uh, at the plate, no, not really. I don't. Uh, you know, we we got this. This lineup is this lineup is going to be easy to pitch to. I mean, what they they won with two runs twice, right? And uh, and they you know they've left the bases loaded thousands of times. And uh, no, I, I I look at the lineup just the way I did when the season started. Pretty much, I do, I don't I think it's inadequate now. Although Buxton looks way better at the plate than I was presuming he was. I thought if you got the Buxton you had last year with two eighteen, uh, I, I didn't know what Buxton we were going to get. But I, yeah, I'm a little more optimistic, but not 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 much. You got to you, you know you're you're you've been, you've had the privilege of playing two of the uh, worst uh, hitting teams in in baseball, so we'll find out. If Buxton's going to be rested as a DH four games in, when are we going to see him? Or should I say, are we going to see him in center? Because like, like they're they're using him right right now, despite you know being po- positive. I get that, but they're using him like a guy who very much has a chronic problem, and they're just trying their best to not ha- have that 
flare up. I wonder when he's going to actually get out there, if he is. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to play center field, but that guy's going to hit 210. Uh, oh, Taylor, I, yeah. Yeah, Taylor, he's going to hit 210. So um, Agreed. I, I don't know. They're maybe one of their younger, uh, you know, one of the players, a younger player can come in halfway through the year and take over in center field. You know who's way better than I thought they were going to be? Cleveland. Oof, they're scoring runs. Cleveland's, you know, scoring runs, and it looks like, you know, they're going to win some games. And their pitching isn't as good, obviously. Hey, how about the Red Sox? Opening day starter, Corey Kluber. Yeah. What was this, an old-timers game? What the hell? <laughs> the guy's got nothing left. He's got nothing left. It's amazing. He's your, he's your opening day starter. Boy, they, they got to be mad in Boston that this is the team they're presenting them. It's, oh, they, they are. Cool. They are not happy. Well, I mean, they're not happy about a lot of things going back to Mookie Betts and yeah, all right. sorts of, yeah, all but... sorts of personnel decisions the last few years. I think, you know what though? Well, yeah. I, I think they're due and will be fine if they're not that competitive for a few years. I think Boston's oh, yeah. had enough. Yes. Uh, They've had enough the last 20 the years. Celtics <laughs> and Bruins will help them out. Plus, Liverpool is having, you know, Liverpool had won the, won the whatever the hell it is over there only a couple of years ago, so they came back. So the John Henry and the boys were happy about that. So that was – Yeah, that, those count as Boston many, championships for sure. If, mm-hmm. if I was a Boston columnist, I can't imagine how many – how much I'd agitate the fans about Liverpool after a Red Sox loss. <laughs> Pat, I don't know Liverpool if you won. I don't know if you watch Ted Lasso, but the biggest problem I have with Ted Lasso, and I'm not an EPL soccer guy, yeah. but they make West Ham look like the best team in the in the in the English Premier League. West Ham ha- is, hasn't won a championship in like 50 years. They've never no. been routinely at top of the table, but in Ted Lasso, they are the juggernauts, and you got to beat West Ham. <laughs> Which I find hilarious. <laughs> I do not uh, watch Ted Lasso. I I think it was a poor version of the first major league, the mean woman owner and uh, blah blah. I think I, no. I, I think you'd if you watch the first season. I think you'd enjoy it. I, I know that, I know that now that everyone loves it means that you probably won't want to watch it. No, but. I watched about the first ep- five episodes and I I didn't find it funny. Could you do know, it. Okay. I, I didn't find it funny, but maybe you know. I don't know. Maybe it's a lot of people like it. You know, I'm not right about everything. I'll admit that. Once in a while, you're not. Once in a while, the public and I have a difference of opinion that's never going to be resolved. That's for sure. Eat stress free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. Tailored to your schedule, customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little you need. You can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Factor is your solution for fast premium meals without the need for cooking. Also discover more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up those springtime goals. Head to factormeals.com slash unchained50 and use code unchained50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while subscription is active. That's code unchained50 at factormeals.com. Hey, did you uh, did you hey, see that? I was going to say, we, we, cla- we, clinched, we clinched, we clinched a yeah, play-in yeah, spot Yeah, let's celebrate it. Oh, did we get it? Who lost? Somebody lose? Well, 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 Dallas, we have all the tiebreakers over Dallas, so let's wave the the flag. (laughs) Yeah, great job, Kyrie. Got them right out of the playoffs. 
Has he been playing or not? Yes. He, was, he, he has been playing, huh? Well, what well happened? one side of the ball he's been playing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, boy, what a disaster that is. They're, they, they're supposedly, I was reading somehow, active they're going to be in free agency. How can they be? They got two guys making half the money in the world. There's a salary cap. I mean, is Kyrie but, uh, Kyrie's a free agent? I believe after the yeah, season. They so. don't, yeah, they're gonna. Their number one priority is to try to sign him. So, uh, dude, um, you know, I think though, don't you think the team we played last night is uh, your best chance to trade Cat? It was good. Cat had a good game against Brooklyn well, because he, they might and, be. The and one. He made it they known. Might. He made it known that yeah. he he and Finch had a had a little private meeting, and Cat had to straighten oh, some yeah. things out about. The yes, offensive approach. Yes. So yeah, he said, Finchy, yes. it's your fault. Take the blame publicly. Finchy said, okay, Finch, Finch literally, yeah. after the conversation with Cat, took the blame for Cat only shooting three times in Portland. That's on me. Well, I've got to find him more shots. Okay, but so I I cannot disagree with Cat on this one. When Anthony's throwing it up thirty times and I get three shots, something something's wrong. It's stupid. That's how you lose to the terrible team like that because I mean Anthony thank you know Anthony okay he got 37 he shot 30 times he's not a 30 time shooter and in fact he should have a limit of how many threes he can shoot when he gets a look in that eye when he gets that look in his eye that he's gonna throw up a bomb on a close game Finchie should call immediate timeout and say no you're not shooting a three you know because you only you know his his clutch threes are minimal, the ones he makes, and he takes too many, too many easy threes instead of getting to the basket. What do you so on Finch uh, real quick? Because I, I I'm not out on Finch, but my worry with Finch is that he's a really really good lead assistant with an offensive mind. Mm-hmm. I still wonder if he's the head coach of an NBA team that aspires to you know go to the Western Conference Finals. What, what what's your read on Finch? I don't know. I uh, somebody was calling me yesterday, trying to tell me he was the problem, and I don't, I don't, I don't go. Was that it Carl far, Anthony Towns? Just no, no, random it solicitor. Was, it hey, your insurance is going to expire. And by the way, Chris Finch is the problem. There's nobody. Uh, there's nobody that. Uh, there's nobody in town who would rather see them get rid of Carl Anthony Towns than me. So I did. Wasn't Carl Anthony Towns calling? I think Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, I, Pat, Pat, you I'll want fight, to. I'll fight, I'll fight you for that one. <laughs> Bill will drive him to New Jersey. Okay. Yes. So, uh, but uh, I, I don't know. I, there's, I think the influence of NBA coaches on a team is, is less than it's ever been because, you know, you don't have any power. They're, you're making Four million, and they're making thirty. You know, yeah. they don't. They don't. They, I, I don't. I. I think he's. I think he's a neutral. I think he's a neutral. I don't think he helps that much. I don't think he hurts that much. But uh, I, you know, you want Rick Carlisle for God's sakes? I don't think so. So what? What, what kind of coach? You know, we fired the coach, the guy who could have taken this team to the heights. We got look what he's doing with the Knicks, even without Julius Rand. Well, I thought you, I thought you were going to say uh, uh, one of the lead assistants on the Denver Nuggets, who are the number one seed in the West, Ryan Saunders. Maybe maybe uh, the yeah, Ryan. That, that could be. Boy, I, I was the other day. I was looking at their record. I didn't. 
Ryan's record, Ryan's record was really bad. <laughs> oh, God, know, yeah. He took over at the, halfway through the year when they fired Tibbs. They didn't win any games. <laughs> the next two years, they didn't win any games. Yeah. It was uh, it was bad. It was it was, uh, it was five years too a, early on that on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he so, could uh, he could be a contender. Uh, you think uh, you think in, you think he can get in the conversation when Ben's is gone after next year? No, probably they're going to have to go get the next. Ben. That's an, well, that's an interesting one because that was kind of being talked about even you know two or three years ago, just mm-hmm. among idiots like us. I don't know if it was a real conversation, but. You know. You're gonna have to. They're gonna have to go expensive for you know. They went expensive for their women's coach, and of course, so men's coach is very more, much more expensive. But they're gonna have to, uh, you know, they're gonna have to go uh, go go high priced for him. And for, you know, you, Big Ten, you can you can go get a you can go get a coach from almost any league there is, except maybe I don't know what who's what league is. Got more money to spend on a basketball coach than the Big Ten after the New Deal it gets it. Nobody, so yeah, they, they're going to be able. They can get it. They can go and get somebody from almost any place if they want to. So yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't. I don't see. A, I don't see any hope for Ben with uh, when I look at the look at the roster that they have coming in. I mean, they're going to. They're not going to go two and nineteen again or whatever they were two and seventeen. But they're they probably sure. aren't. I don't know, they're going to be. They're going to be in the last third they're gonna you know they're just the players are isn't it how hey i want to bring this one up minnesota state Mankato, right they've had a great hockey run here yeah. hastings left now this is hockey we don't perceive this to be a hockey the portal to be a hockey problem they lost their whole team yep. hastings went to wisconsin and they haven't named their new coach yet you know, to find out whether they like the guy or not, and eight or nine of them have already transferred out. Yeah, yeah. I went into the portal. Portal. What? What's the problem? You know, can't can't you wait and see if you like the new guy? Because it's so, not like it's not like hockey's going to give you a lot of big NIL deals in uh, in uh, in you know for for college hockey. They're not making a lot of money, so. Uh, but they, they all they all went into the portal. We like Hastings, so we're gonna all go in the portal. Not wait to see who you name as a coach. It's it's incredible. His main assistant said no on Sunday yeah, too, right. right? And so I think that's yeah. that's when they all bailed. I think he's kind of a. Uh, I was checking on him, and I I don't know him, but he's a kind of a low key personality who is a you know good finder of talent, but he's a definite number two guy. Although they wanted to give him the job, but. Uh, just to keep the recruits and the, right. and the players. And uh, when he said no, they all bailed out. But it's the uh, NIL is everywhere. Hey, one other thing I want to say. You know who's really sharp to keep the NIL money coming? Caitlin Clark. They had her yesterday on ESPN and gave her a chance to uh, rip the kid from LSU who taunted her. And she said, oh, I think I, I admire her greatly. Yeah. And uh, – you know, I think she, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not offended by anything she did. I'm not offended by this. And uh, my NIL sponsors can now give me even more money. Yeah, so look at how great of a person a, I am, yes. Yes, that was a really great, that was great PR by her. And and then Jill Biden, who uh, doesn't know a basketball from a football, obviously, said Iowa should be invited to the White House along with LSU. Oh. And and Caitlin says it's not for runners up. 
that uh, the White House visit is not for runners up. And, uh, you know, so she beat the crowd in saying that's stupid. You know, I mean, a lot of people said it was stupid immediately, but Caitlin Clark was smart enough to say, no, we, we should not go to the White House. She's a, she's a, she's a bright, uh, they're business, they're business people now. You know, the uh, players of her stature, those kind of, they're business people. They got to think of what their sponsors, yeah. she supposedly, I thought, I said, wow, she'll probably make a half a million. I got a bunch of uh, text from down there or tweets from down there saying she's already making over a million. Look at that. On NIL. Yeah. Good for her. It's awesome. And the, what the highest salary in the WNBA is 250,000. Yeah. I tried to tell you guys it pays to stay in college. Yeah. Yes. That's what <laughs> that's bad. Bad. Can you imagine her like having to slump into some idiot like college class, like, you know, going, going to some psych <laughs> 300 level class after yes, right, a million right. dollars in the bank, just playing the championship game. Yeah. Mm. Well, apparently this angel, uh, the, the taunting chick is, uh, she's, She's got a million two Instagram followers. Yeah, Pat, you got you're getting close on Twitter. I think I think you're uh, getting right. close to fifty thousand. So we'll see if we can get you mm-hmm. that boost. What What do you think? I can. You know, I think you'd be I, at a hundred thousand yeah. if you didn't block people. But <laughs> Pat on TikTok. That, that's you what I want to say. You think the You think the young women who uh, who are Instagram uh, fanatics would like to have me on there going? I mean, the, oh, the, yeah. the most popular thing you've ever put on social media was a shirtless pick uh, at yes, a spring training right. baseball yes, game. Yes, so. yes. Yeah. And that was my idea. I was sitting next to Chip, and I said, hey, take a picture of this. We'll blow up Twitter with this picture. Amazing. <laughs> and that, that worked out okay. Yeah. Chip so is still you, scarred to this day. When you, have, when you have no pride, it's okay. You know, you can, <laughs> you can get away with that. So. Right, what we, else we got going? Well, we got to have something else. We we, oh, the Masters. Here we go. The Masters starting tomorrow. That's uh, Forecast sucks, Pat. Did you, by the way, did you know that? Not good. Okay. At Augusta, back down in the corner, amen corner, number 13, the T, they wanted to move it back. And right behind it, right behind the fence, is the ninth fairway of the Augusta Country Club. And the only way they could move it back was to buy that land. And the Augusta Country Club has been there forever, too, and they get a lot of people with money. And I looked it up. They bought it in 2017, the ninth, the uh, the eighth green and the ninth fairway, 25 mil. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> 20, that's what Golf Week estimated. And now they just put the new TN up the hill, uh, you know, so the, on, on 13 to make it longer. But. They not only they had to pay for it, and then they had to figure out a way to redo the golf course to make up for those uh, hotel and, and build the golf course. So they have an endless supply of money down there. But I always figured people said they got to lengthen this hole. I said, well, how are they going to lengthen the hole? The other golf course is twenty feet behind the tee box. You just go buy, just go buy a couple buy, holes on the other course. Buy it for twenty five million. It's. Uh, I, I, I am in, I'm interested to see that shot because you guys have always seen it. They just go yeah. up there around that corner. That's that's my favorite hole is uh, when uh, the uh, the guy, uh, Ian Baker Finch, got his problems and started hitting everything left, yeah. you know, after being one of the best players in the league and, uh, and, and best players in golf. And I was down there early on a day and sitting next to this old guard standing there and they were up in the woods. There's like five people up in the woods on the left looking at 
or Finch's ball and uh and uh this other old redneck comes down and says, Hey Bill, what's going on up? You know, some guy from Augusta the Doom, he says, What's going on up there? And the guy says, That's that Ian Baker Finch. That boy's a danger to wildlife. He yeah. said <laughs> when he was up there. It's always oh, bad. Favorite. It's always bad if you become uh, a regular golf commentator by the age of about thirty-eight. You know, David, yes, David Duvall, right. yeah. Ian Baker. Yes. Something went horribly wrong in your career. <laughs> that is uh, the Duvall story. Story is one of the amazing stories of golf. I mean, he was fighting Tiger for number one in the world, and now he, you know, he he finished third in the Shadow Brook uh, Open out here, and you know he, yeah. he couldn't win the men's league at the Shadow Brook uh, Golf Course. Now he's uh, now he's fighting Brandel Chambly for microphone time. Yes, basically. yes. So. So you can't fight Brandel, man. Brandel, <laughs> Brandel will not shut up when I love him because he nobody hates live more than Brandel. So. <laughs> True. All right, Pat, we got to run. Uh, enjoy your off day tomorrow for the Twins, and uh, yes. We'll, Good ca- idea we'll, we'll catch you tomorrow, though, on our show. All right, all right, and get there early. And 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 uh, Dave St. Peter's announcement today should be: we're going to keep the bar open till the last pitch. <laughs> and, and 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 if you're in the old, if you're still in line, you know it's like voting. They should make it like voting. If you're still in line, we'll if you're beer. still in line when the game ends. You can get your beer. That's what they say. <laughs> All right, Pat. We'll All see right. you tomorrow. You All right, Royce Unchained on Score North. See you guys.